What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the best podcast out there, the Ninja Nerds Podcast. I'm hungover right now, but Patrick's sober, and of course he's with me. So, uh, how's it going, Patrick? Uh, well, I'm I'm doing all right. I mean, compared to you, I'm I'm a okay. Oh man, you know, let's let's not get too far into it. I drank a little too much last night during uh Oktoberfest here in Naples, Italy. And, uh, yeah, I just had a hard time getting over my hangover this morning, but I'm here right now doing a podcast, so, uh, we're gonna jump right into it, guys. The NES, what is it, what do they call that? NES app on the Nintendo Switch, uh, released four new games, technically three. I don't think there's much to really say about it. The games aren't that great, in my opinion. You hush your mouth. I, I'm, I'm a fan of NES Open. I just think they had some opportunities for it being in the month of October. Like, they could have done Friday the 13th or Maniac Mansion or something like that for the NES uh, library there. Instead, they just released a couple of sports games and uh, what was that? The Zelda Special Edition. Yeah. Or Special Project or something like that. Yeah, it's just Zelda Special that I know of. It give it starts you off pretty much with all the items, some extra rubies and some other stuff. So you're pretty much like good to go. You can literally go to Ganon and just start fighting. Yeah, and then uh, I think on top of that, once you beat that, uh, beat Ganon with all that stuff, you can play an extra hard mode or something like that. Yeah, I think so. I believe it does like almost like that, a. That's what I heard about it. Yeah, almost like a uh, new game plus almost. Yeah, but I, it's weird because I just think they should be releasing more multiplayer games. Oh, so do I. I definitely agree upon that. There definitely needs to be more that are released because that seems to be the main focal point of this is more of the multiplayer games than it is the uh, the single player action. The audience for this obviously isn't for the most part the kids. It's more for yes, us. True. <laughs> because like really, kids really care about playing some eight bit games on their <laughs> on their Switch. No, they don't feel like we do. So like, I, I I don't know. They they added that online capability. I thought they'd be releasing a lot more multiplayer games and um. Nope, they haven't. I mean, I mean, we're only on month two. We're only on month two, so you know, who's who's to say they're not going to release better multiplayer games in the future? True, true. I can't say. I mean, I, I did play. Uh, we both played a little bit of the Solomon's Key. That seemed pretty interesting. I've never played that before. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I I never played it before either, and I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I just need to get the mechanics a little bit better down. But I was definitely just in the first level having fun. Yep. Uh. Yeah. So I mean. And, I wonder what they're going to have next month. Uh, is it going to release around the same time, like 13th, 12th, or something like that? I mean, uh, I don't know. maybe. I mean, it, it's. I mean, if people are really harping on it being late into the month or in the middle of the month that it releases, I mean, come on. PlayStation puts out their PlayStation Plus games on the 8th, so. Yeah, and then, man, people are still talking bad about the online Switch service, and I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've even gone through and fixed some stuff and, you know, kind of made the re- like they now like they've they've straight up come out save games are on there for six months you know even if you your subscription runs out you as soon as you sign back up as long as it's been that six months your save games are still on the cloud i mean they've pretty much done what they needed to do to make it respectable i don't see uh for a 20 dollars a year service i don't see how it's doing wrong i agree 20 dollars a year getting some nes games you know what's, what's that's that what like? i'm saying yeah <laughs> all right so, Patrick, you got this Neo Geo Mini, right? Yes. I'm the reviews actually, on this thing are terrible. The dude, reviews still loving this thing. are horrible, and I love it. I love <laughs> this thing, dude. Like, I, I get it. You know, there's not any micro switches in the in the joystick on the actual unit or on the um, 
a company uh, you can buy a separate controller for it there's no micro switches on the directional pad for that either it's all really smooth like a modern controller and a lot of people i see that being like the biggest gripe or at least what i what i see out there is people are just are not having it on that aspect and i'm just like for a hundred dollar price point man i don't expect them to be putting san juan switches or anything in here i i you know this is what i expect out of it um i, I think the other complaint is that they feel that they made it a little too small for that screen they have on there is from what i've been hearing i think it's awesome I, I really do i just um the form factor for it like its footprint is almost the same size as any of the other minis that came out from like nintendo or anything like that so i mean that it, it kind of fits well in line with everything uh and i think I honestly think that's what they were going for is they were like, this isn't going to be the only small classic console that you own. There's definitely going to be more coming. Like, like I said, we got the PS one coming out. Um, so, you know, people are going to want to place them all together probably. And I, it, sitting next to everything, it looks proportionally right. It looks good. Um, from the gameplay that I've played on it. Cause I've played, uh, King of fighters, 95, uh, Oh three. Um, I played two of the shmups that are on it. Actually, I've played all three of the shmups, but I only have two of them with saved games right now. Um, uh, Fatal Fury I played, uh, and uh, the the Shamurai, Samurai Showdown. I've played those so far on it. And I I mean, I'm also not... I, I guess I don't play a whole lot of these games on an a, uh, on a AES or the MVS, um, but... I just, for me, I'm able to still do everything. I'm still able to get the combos down. I haven't really had too much of an issue. Um, I can see how more uh, players in, a, in the last generation, you know, in an older generation than I am, I can see how they might be a little bit on the on the fence about it, especially with those kind of uh, unassuming issues. But from what I'm seeing and what I've played, it's, it's a good time. Uh, for the price point um, at $100 that they were at, um, of course, mine's the Japanese co- uh, version, so I paid a little bit more to have it imported. Um, but I, I just can't complain. Uh, you, you have a screen, you have stereo sound, you have um, uh, essentially everything functioning so you can play as a single player out the box with just connecting to your USB, uh, the, a USB Type-C to either a computer or a power block, and you're good to go. I guess we all have different opinions. Thing I haven't tried it yet. The internet doesn't seem to like it, but at least at least Patrick likes it. I do. I'm really happy about it. And, <laughs> you know, you know. Now that I have this out, um, I actually did recently. Uh, last week, I went out and bought an MVS board, uh, a Neo Geo arcade board. You so were you know, about that. I might. You know, I'm looking at this thing, and I'm like, maybe maybe I'll build a a, a bar top cabinet to uh, mimic the uh, the the mini here, because that'd be kind of dope. Yeah, I mean, I I want to bar top i mean i have an arcade table now that i made but uh i definitely would like a small bar top arcade for the game room myself oh yeah dude they're they're great fun um to a lot of you guys that you know don't know much of you know or don't know much about me personally um i I love arcade games you know arcade games i'd go to the arcade conventions around here um i don't have enough space to necessarily own a full upright cabinet but I'm definitely working on getting a bar top because I, I want one, especially a Neo Geo bar top. Bar top. But um, yeah, no, as far as everybody's complaints and everything like that, I mean, the screen looks good. I know it's a smaller screen. Everybody's so used to these big screens that are big cell phone screens and all that, but it looks good. 
it, you know, I have no complaints on how it plays. Um, to me, it, it hit it out of the ballpark, especially because for me, I also look at the value and what games they're providing me uh, versus what I can buy it on the actual system or on another system, something like that. And I mean, just the value alone on the games, it's there. So I mean, yeah, for I, I could say that for almost any of the classics that have come out is that it's still cheaper than going out and buying all those games. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it's just, I just think it's it's great that Neo Geo even took the time to make one because they and really didn't official, have to. It's an official product as well. That's another yeah. thing. Like SNK took the time and was like, no, we're gonna we're gonna do this, and they didn't go through like AT or At Games to so do it like Sega tried doing and. I think they did a solid job in comparison to what uh, to what we've seen. Like like I said, out of Sega, I, that's the real the real downer is they went with uh, they tried going with at games and I think I don't believe they're actually doing that anymore. I think nope, they, they stopped going through at games. Yeah, but at games did went ahead and did release uh, a bunch of consoles. Yeah, oh, yeah, recently. they did. Yeah, which includes some of Segas and other classics, which. It makes me wonder how they even get all those games licensed, but they do. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be. I mean, there, there's there been other products that have gone out on official store shelves without licensing. We've That's seen true. it before, so it wouldn't surprise me if they just don't. Very true. I, you know, I still think my uh, the PS1 Classic is still going to be my favorite, so. <laughs> I, you know, I would agree with you, but, like, still have We still haven't heard about those 15 games yet. True, but I just, uh, I don't know. The, the Neo Geo mini here definitely takes it for me just for the aesthetic and the functionality of it the fact that i can literally like i'm thinking about just bringing it to work leaving it on my desk so like on my breaks i could just play arcade games it's not a bad idea either <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying but i can do that like you can't do that with one of these other systems i can't i can't do that with any of the nes stuff like i have to have a tv there and i have to run hdmi to one of my computer monitors and then i have a controller sitting on my desk it looks a little bit more shady where if I have that there, you know, nah, I can get away with it. But yeah, no. Nah. All in all, uh, I'm happy with it. Just, I can't, I don't really have too many complaints other than the micro switch thing. I, I wish it had it, but I understand why it doesn't. Um, it is quite expensive to add features like that. It does, you know, drive up prices, um, especially to make it good. Because uh, you can put crap micro switches in there for cheap, but then you're going to be complaining about the feedback and the clickiness and all this other crap. So, just avoid it and put in what they did put in. Nice and smooth. Don't have to deal with it. Good game design. We'll we'll see where it goes from there. I mean, I haven't heard anything good about it. Uh, maybe you should do a review, Patrick. Yeah, I'm going your, to. Get everybody I, on your side. I plan on doing one. I plan on putting something together here within the next uh, couple weeks. That way I can... I, I'm, honestly, I, I need to get a mini HDMI to HDMI converter. Because it runs <laughs> mini HDMI out. Um which is odd for some... Pl- I don't know. I don't. I, I thought that was the oddball about it, to be honest, was the HDMI out, that it wasn't a full HDMI. But I'm like, eh, not a, it doesn't kill the deal because it has a screen and controls on it. Do I really... Not that really big of a deal for me, so... And like the Switch, what are people mostly going to play probably that way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. But, eh, it is what it is. They are selling a. I mean, they're definitely Neo Geo is definitely going with cash grabs on this because the controllers are sold separately, the HDMI cord sold separately. There's no power brick with it, which it is what it is with no power brick. I mean, the the PlayStation's not coming with one either. Um, and then I don't it's think a way to cut down on costs. Yeah, wasn't there uh, a release of the NES Classic that didn't have a power brick or something? Um, I don't know. I, I don't, 
I don't remember I don't who think it is. So. I, I think don't they think all have power bricks. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't have an NES classic to check that on. I have a Famicom <laughs> classic. What's up? I, I could I could open a mine. Um but yeah, no. It, 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 all in all, it's solid to me. I can't complain. <laughs> Moving on. What's next, Patrick? Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, um Oh, why is it slipping my mind now? You're the one with the hangover. <laughs> I no, can over um, things real quick. <laughs> what was it that we were about to talk about after this? I got MVS. I got MVS on my head now. <laughs> Patrick, focus in. We're doing a podcast right now. We are. We are. It happens sometimes, though. Oh, oh, reviews. We just. I just did one of a Neo Geo just just recently. You might. You might have just heard about the Neo Geo Mini and what I had to think of it. <laughs> But, uh, uh, and like I said, with that review, everybody has their own opinion of, of things, and some people will love things, some people will hate things. Yeah, yeah, but but uh, I think uh, the moving on topic for us, though, is what is a review? Uh, there's a fine line between impressions and a review, in my opinion. Just, I believe you have the same opinion, but... <laughs> I have to, I, yeah, I, I have to agree, I think, um, because your, your thought on review is to, to finish a game 100%. And then you can then kind of talk about it and whatnot. To me, that's almost like that's that's more of a retrospective than a review. But I get what you're saying. Okay, when you it's, think about it as if you're reviewing a movie, you know, mm-hmm. do reviewers only watch 30 minutes of the movie and you know call it quits, you know, and put that that review out, you know? No, yeah, you're right. They they watch the whole movie, but but a movie is usually less than like three hours long. I mean, true, but still, I mean. In what terms are... of playing a video game, most games don't take longer than a you know four or five hours. Other than for the most part RPGs and some long-winded adventure games. True, yeah, this is true. But I mean, when you come to the RPGs and those long-winded adventure games, you usually know what you're going to get yourself into within the first yeah what twenty thirty hours if it's uh, if it's uh, like an, a massive game like Xenoblade Chronicles or Breath of the Wild. Um, you usually know what you're going to get yourself into because. You you're you're already feeling out the mechanics of the game. You're already, you know, learning how to do a bunch of stuff, and you know everything else is just gravy on top of it to me. Well, so RPGs are a hard thing to review because uh, there's usually a lot of mechanics involved with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I watched a review of uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, one of my new favorite games, uh, done by a YouTuber. And when I was watching this review, this is this isn't just some random YouTuber with a you know a couple hundred subscribers. This one's got pretty good following uh and he mentioned a lot of things that were negatives that he just did not understand the mechanics of and what you could do in the game and that that's where my problem comes and at the end of it he's like i didn't complete the game but this is my review it's like well if you don't completely understand the mechanics you did not play through the game uh you're missing a lot is that really a review see like i i could get your point on review of like a storyline um and I definitely get your point on, you know, if they didn't understand the mechanics of the game. Um, because, yeah, I think you should at least have an understanding of the mechanics of the game in order to review a game. Um, I don't think you need to know the whole storyline of the game or have beaten the final boss type of deal. Cause That's more in the spoiler range. So you don't want to yeah, get too far into the story and the bosses and things like that, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's 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 why I don't think you need to complete a whole RPG before you can do a review is because you don't need all the story to make a review. You need all the mechanics and all the playability to make a review. So, one of your favorite games, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Yeah, it has uh, crap reviews. 
it has lots of crap reviews, and that's because it took over what, 30 to 40 hours just to get into the real bulk of the game, the bulk of the mechanics of fighting. Like that, At what point do you just call it quits because you're not experiencing the game and you're not enjoying it until you're 30 to 40 hours in? You see, see, and here's what I'm noticing with Xenoblade Chronicles 2 when it comes to that aspect of um, it's not knowing the mechanics until further into the game. It's not that they're not available to you. It's not knowing them. So for me, um, I sat down, uh, someone had done, did a live stream on one of the Facebook groups that we were in early on into the game's life, and I sat down, after this dude had beaten it, I sat down and watched all of it, because he was literally covering all the mechanics and how to battle, because he had, everybody was complaining about it, how it's an auto mechanic, and all, auto battle mechanic, and all this other stuff, you don't really have to fight, and he's like, you don't get it though, we, we, like, you see all these harder characters that you're trying to fight, and you're just getting handed to like they're just handing your ass to you like it's not working it's because you're not understanding some of these core mechanics that you need to be that you need to, uh, to play and what are emphasized in this mechanic um like being able to get the uh i don't i don't know the exact names for all the mechanics and all that stuff in xenoblade chronicles too but um one of the mechanics is being able to essentially um line up all your your specials um to particular elements in order to chain those together and create these orbs that are circling around the monster. And once you get these orbs circling around, they give you certain, like, buffs and stuff like that that, like, help you destroy the monster quicker. But you have to be able to chain these types of attacks together in the proper order or in order that's acceptable to get them through. You know, to get those buffs. You get what I'm saying? And I think that's... I, a I understand what you're saying, but then it gets to the point is... Um... Like I said, there's multiple opinions. For some people, yeah, true. They could say the game is going to be terrible because it doesn't exactly tell you how to do this. Yeah. Until late, so far in the game. On the other hand, you're going to be people like you and probably the person that did those videos who absolutely loved it, think it's a great mechanic. You know what I mean? Well, here's here's the thing about Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Is I'm going to be honest. If you're if you don't get past the 30 hour mark, you're going to get it, it's a crap review. It's a, it, it's like. Seriously, until you learn all the mechanics, yeah, I have to agree. It's not the greatest game in the world. Um, there's definitely better things out there to spend your time and money on. Um, well, see, that, well, from what you're telling me, they should probably play the, the entire RPG before they do a review on it then. Uh, no, I think you should play into a certain point, learn the full mechanics of the game before you do a review on it. Doesn't mean you have to beat the whole game to know the mechanics of it. Like you said, most... How are you going to know you got all the mechanics of it if you didn't play the full game? Because I've been hearing people bitch about it, saying that it's thirty minutes, thirty hours in that I get all mechanics. So yeah, that's but, how I know. <laughs> um, but again, if you're doing a review and you're, you don't, you don't have people talking about it. Because most people doing reviews have the game beforehand that's even the yes. release. Yep. And they go through it and they're like, I only played thirty hours. There's this terrible. Well, they didn't play the entire game. They didn't have anybody telling them, no, you get all the mechanics at this point. They didn't know they had all the mechanics. True, and that's why I think. Um, that, like it's acceptable uh something like uh what wood did on beat em ups um with uh, exactly with xenoblade chronicles 2 he came out he was like listen i cannot review this he's like i'm gonna give you my opinion but i cannot review this because i haven't been able to beat it or even get far enough into it to know anything and it was like okay i respect that at least you're telling me that up you know straight front in what it is because a lot of people aren't going to get into a game like xenoblade chronicles 2 where it takes you that long and you're you know takes you a while to figure it out but I I don't feel like a lot of games are like that either. In you know, fact, you can't dodge. That, yeah, yeah, you have to literally <laughs> run around them. Um, 
That's how you dodge. You run away. Um, so, uh, I definitely get that point, but uh, I, I still think you could do a, a review of a game before, at least a review. Let, 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 we're we're really actually we're narking on reviews of RPGs. We're not really narking on. We're not really getting reviews on reviews of other games. Let's be honest. <laughs> um. So when it comes to an RPG, I think as long as you learn the mechanics, you're you're pretty good. And there's not. I can only think of maybe a couple RPGs that even land a new mechanic on you on the second half of the game. So that's what I kind of have to think about it when it comes to that. As, I, as long as you get a, a good distance in the game and you have a sense of, as most people do nowadays, what the goals to be met are or where the end game is going, I think you'd be fine. So, I mean, I don't think people should take reviews too seriously either. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because always again, with a grain you of may, salt. you may try the game and you may actually like it. Not everybody's tastes are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm probably way more biased towards any RPG you hand me, and if you ask me to do a review on it, it's probably going to have a pretty good, decent review just because it's an RPG, whether it be action, turn-based. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and compared to some people who probably love puzzle games or shmups, and they're probably going to give great reviews to that, and if they try something else, it's probably going to be on the other end. So you got to understand like maybe who you're listening to this review from or uh, you know, reading this review from that they may be biased towards one genre and you may still end up liking the game even though they gave it a terrible review. No, 100%. Um, I agree with that. I, like, I think that if you're reviewing a game, it should be of a genre that you can be um, not necessarily unbiased with, but something that you're familiar with that you know you're actually going to play and take a thought for. You know what I mean? Because... You know, uh, me, I'm not going to, you know, if you hand me like a, a just a random puzzle game or something like that, I'm going to be like, eh, I'm not into puzzle games, guy. Come on. Uh, but you hand me an RPG, like you said, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll probably like it. But I feel like because of my focus on RPGs, I could be more objective about them, too. Uh, that's very true, because you probably understand the mechanics. There's, you know, RPGs aren't too different mechanic-wise through game to game, you know? It's it's very rare you find that one super unique one. Yeah. Uh, so they may understand it a bit better than somebody else. So, again, like, maybe you should just pay attention to what kind of person is that's reviewing the kind of games you're you're listening to. I don't, I don't know. No, 100%. Like, I think, like, if you're, if you're someone that's not into RPGs and you want to get into an RPG or watch a review of an RPG watch that review from someone that's like you that's not really into them see mm-hmm. what their take on that rpg was you know i think that's the way that you should be looking at how if you're ever watching a review and you want to get into it look at someone that's coming from your background or your taste and see what they're saying about it because that's probably what you're going to wind up feeling about it uh for instance uh i'm working on a review myself of a game i've been playing i'm not gonna say that name yet but uh and when I'm writing this, I just wanted to make it clear that I'm not a PC gamer. I'm I'm not a PC gamer. I, I do have PC games, and I recently got into uh, playing a lot of games via Steam. And I just want to make it clear that this review is not from a PC gamer's perspective. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think that, that I think there should be. I don't think everybody needs to put a, a, a disclosure before their videos or their podcasts, trying to say that kind of thing. But I I think that you should. I feel like a podcast and YouTube channels, especially when you're subscribed, it's almost like being in a relationship. You kind of have to learn as you watch about these people. Yep. 
And, I mean, you grow to know him, in a sense, or the character that they portray. And that's how you... That's why I, like, I follow a bunch of different gamers, because depending on what game it is, I want different opinions, because I know how these guys play. You know, I'm not huge into, you know the the really old atari stuff so i don't really follow many of those guys but like i'm into neo geo so i follow like happy console gamer he really loves his neo geo and well like i'll watch his stuff just to get an opinion because i'm getting now getting really into it and i want to know more about the exciting spots that you know someone that might be in my stance getting into it already excited about it might you know what games am i gonna really want to play you know what i mean yeah, I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, I tend to actually watch people that I actually don't really enjoy their content as well. Uh, because, again, they may have different opinions. It Just because they're not very good at making content, you never know. Maybe they do have a different opinion on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the case. Then I also listen to people that are hardcore into RPGs and stuff like that. You know, for, like you mentioned, Happy Console Gamer. This dude, mm-hmm. he, he speaks about RPGs all the time. And, you know, if you want to... his damn honest opinion you need to watch happy console gamer he's gonna he's gonna tell you the truth how he felt about something no matter what <laughs> oh yeah no he's not gonna filter it at all if yep. it's a crappy rpg he's gonna be like yeah this this one sucked <laughs> and he's probably gonna be real upset about it because he really wanted to enjoy it yeah that's the thing though is he puts so <laughs> much emotion like that's why i love him because he puts emotion into that stuff he puts like himself into it and I, I really like that like it's not just a character that you're watching or trying to be portrayed he's like that guy yeah, so I mean, if you're looking to, looking at reviews before you buy games, you know, just don't take them full heartedly. And uh, if you if you definitely feel based on the reviews that you probably you like you don't want to play the game when it gets cheaper, just give it a shot. You may end up finding something that you really love. Yep. Yes, kids. Review your reviewer. Review your reviewer. That is the new saying for the Ninja Nerds podcast. Review your reviewer. <laughs> I'd like to move on, but Patrick has to bring up the topic. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I always have to be bringing up topics, man. It happens like that. Well, this one's specifically about me, so he has to bring it up. <laughs> huh? Oh. This one's specifically about me, so he has to bring it up. <laughs> oh, crimsity. <laughs> I'm doing horrible with remembering these topics today, man. I know, man. <laughs> All right, so I'll just bring it in. Is uh, My relationship with limited run games has not oh, ended, yeah. but it's oh, definitely been hindered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the the good old limited run man so how you feeling that pocketbook now so you know i definitely have a lot more money to spend since i, I you know guys i stopped buying every ps4 and switch release that's coming out starting this last week uh even though this this week was only like 50 dollars worth of games I, you know i saved 50 dollars but uh what led me to this decision is i just went back on all my orders and i spent way too much money for something i don't have it's not that I don't support what Limited Run Games does, because they do put out a lot of great games for, you know, physically for people who really enjoy the games. Uh, but yeah, I stopped buying every release, and I'll, I'll only buy anything that I've played before and that I'm going to really enjoy. They are just releasing them way too fast for me. Even faster than I could even play them, to be honest with you. I would say, yeah, especially when you buy those those weekly bundles when they come out when you don't have time. Yeah, I'm also tired of waiting for fucking, you know, every Friday I'm sitting there. It's like, okay, 
20 minutes till I gotta get a limited run every Friday. I hate doing that. I hate doing that. The only time I'm gonna do it is if, let's say, I mean, they've already done it, but they released Cosmic Star Heroin. But as soon as they're like, hey, we're putting this out on the Switch, I'm gonna be there 4 o'clock. Because it's a game I really like. It's a game I've been playing. It's a game I'm gonna want to have physical for almost every console. So, so you're slowly drifting over to my side on limited run here. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for so many games, I, I'd still be there a week. If it was just one or two a week, I'd still be there, but it's not. It's like sometimes it's like three or four, and it's just too much. Special editions. There's a special edition every other week, every week now. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, I guess they're making the money to do it. Like, they're the business is staying strong. So somehow, uh, you know, the, what drew me over the edge, Patrick, is with the, the, the golf story thing. You, I told you about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They put out, they put out a thing on their Twitter saying that, hey, we already have the first 10,000 carts of golf story. In. And you're like, why don't you just do this with every game? Get the game before you sell it. You already know how many copies you're going to have. You already know you're going to try to, you know, eventually sell out. I don't think they have a game that hasn't sold out. And if they did, they just sold them at conventions or you know what I mean? Like blind boxes they they have a way to sell them why don't just get the game printed and then release it to us i'm gonna be honest i think the big reason behind that is is the name limited run games is like you know a number like how many people are really going to buy into that i think they're testing i think golf stories where they test the waters though i think they're gonna i think this is going to be something that comes up new next year i don't think it's going to happen quick i don't think other releases are going to be getting this this year but i think next year they're going to start doing this more and more often with with at least the switch releases I think I, they're going to go to a uh, non-pre-order and go to actually having on hand. I, I hope so. I mean, they, they did move to the just the pre-order in general uh, for the Switch. They'll print as many copies as as they sell. And uh, I don't know. For, for all the other ones, they say that, hey, we're going to print 3,000 copies of this game. Is it order 3,000 copies and get it in? before? It, well, like even I, if you don't have it in hand, just, just give it a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, You're going to have it quicker, and then people are going to complain less. You know, yeah. Just put the order in already. I honestly, I think, because uh, this is 100% I'm putting on my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory. <laughs> but my theory behind it is, is that the, the reason why they're finally um, moving forward with having games already made, like with Golf Story, um, or why they would continue it in the future, is because I honestly think that uh, up until a certain point of this year, that the way that they were managing and actually releasing these games wasn't completely legal um i don't think i honestly don't think uh with the way that they were doing it i think they were making money off of other games that they still need to put into production instead of using the money towards putting that game into production they were putting another game that hasn't gone into production yet into production that needs to go into production Hmm. so they were i think they were floating around money that was meant for one thing to another thing and some places that can get hairy on legalities of how you're utilizing that money I so, definitely see it possible. Uh, I know that they had a, that for the longest time they weren't doing ESRB writings, and then finally ESRB was like, "What the hell are you doing? Yep, <laughs> you need to do this." <laughs> yep. And so there's, I think they're finally growing into it, and everybody's just. I think the industry is seeing them starting to make these movements into where it needs to be, and they're just like, "All right, we're just we're not going to pick on you. We we like what you're doing. We like the idea." Now make that ideal reality. And then on top of that, I mean, how how many indie games are you going to find that are worth playing on a physical edition? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot, dude. Let's the, be the, honest. It comes to the point where they release some really questionable indie games. And I'm like, does anybody dude, enjoy this game? I was about to say, a lot of indie games are just shovelware or cash grabs or 
something someone made, you know, and like all to you for making it, but it wasn't an original idea, man. It's like there's a lot of games they've released that I love in, you know, but <laughs> I don't know. But I think they're going to run out eventually. I think they're going to run out. I think uh I honestly think just my my indie buying is going to be uh Steam. I think I'm going back to Steam for a lot of my indies. Yeah, I mean definitely Steam is where I like I, that I move towards the indies with, but right now for Steam I'm sticking towards the thing that are exclusive to Steam right now. I mean, I would I would say I would stick towards st- things that are exclusive to Steam, but a lot of that stuff gets re-released on consoles later. Yeah, it's still, but it's but also at least I get a chance to play Cosmic Star Heroin. I bought it for you. I bought it for myself. Yes. Yep. I already knew it was on the PS4, but it was on sale. <laughs> that's my point, though. Is see, that's why I don't stay exclusive to just things that are on Steam because of the sales. If I can buy something at like ninety percent when I'm going to pay for it on a console, ah, uh, I'll get it for my computer. That's can just up to snuff just as much as any console. Very true, very true. Especially now that I got Steam Link. I'm literally playing it like a console. That's what I do now. Though mm-hmm. I got the, not the new, but I got myself a new uh, turret keyboard from Razer. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that just keeps me glued to the TV even more, playing Cosmic Star Heroin. Nice. Now, how does the, does it have like a, a, a mouse pad on it so you could use an actual mouse? Yeah, or, so you, okay. it, it flips open and you have a mouse pad on the side. It's, nice. it's a little bit magnetized, so your your mouse doesn't slide all over the place. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Cool. It's not like a cheap wireless keyboard that doesn't have little notches on the F and J keys, so you can't tell what button you're pressing. Gotcha. Yep. Then again, it is made by Razer. You expect them to give you at least I mean, it, w- it wasn't exactly, you know, cheap for a keyboard, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can't say anything. I bought a, you know, RGB K65 from Corsair when it first came out, so... Yeah. Those were definitely not cheap. <laughs> but I think one of the main reasons I never jumped into PC gaming like hardcore was it wasn't it wasn't a console experience. But now with the Steam Link, it is. No, yeah, no, uh, and I can't believe that I'm jumping on the you know both of us are jumping on the Steam Link so late in its life. Yep, and then it's so cheap right now. Even yeah, like, mine was basically brand new. It was in all the boxes, all the parts were there. I mean, it was open, but it was basically brand new. It's like nobody touched it. And I, I paid half the the going price for it. Yeah, no, dude. I like I same here, same exact thing. Got it, mine fully boxed. Actually, um, Steam Link itself was actually never opened. Only the controller was open. So I got a brand new Steam Link and everything for, you know, half what they're going for, even on Steam. And I've been, uh, you know me. I'm always on Facebook Marketplace because I'm always looking for a new console or something to buy. And dude, I've been seeing Steam Links up there for dirt cheap. I'm like. All right, cool. All right. So, I can't complain. I think more people should get behind it. It's kind of I sad think so that too. I, I, DRM is here and it's probably here to stay. So I think people should, uh, yeah, you know, just embrace you know, it. Stop worrying about it. But you know, that's what it is. <laughs> you know, we may get a, hot, a lot of hate for saying that, but you know, that's our opinion. Hey man, I, I games don't are meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> I don't understand why we'd get a lot of hate on that. I mean, come on, anybody that's playing on a console. It has to suffer from DRM. Yep, they they just don't realize it. Even yeah, consoles no. have DRM. Yeah, they, they, they and, and it, technically, all that disc is, is it's your license to play. It's all it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it might have the content on there, but you're exactly right. It's just a uh, essentially a license, just yep. saying that you can utilize the. That's why, like, uh, if you look at a lot of your Japanese, like a lot of my Japanese PS1 games, literally, they like they're they're they sold in stores, but they say no resale. Yeah, 
it's like, oh, well, too bad. I got it now. <laughs> a lot of things say not for resale, even in the American market, but whatever. Yeah, still resell it. Whatever. All right. Well, I, I think that concludes episode for today, Patrick. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think it, uh, I think it wraps it up real nicely. Limited run. Not getting much more of Tanner's money. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you know, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, you know, there has been a lot of news going around in the gaming world, and we're, we're trying to develop our content in a way, so that's how we sort of came up with the subjects we want to talk about today. Uh, if you have any ideas for us or something you guys want us to talk about, leave it in the comments. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, if you guys have a topic that you want to hear about and be interesting uh, in hearing our opinions, um, yeah, leave a comment leave a response you know let us know what you think even if it's like we don't know nothing about what we're down yeah i'll i'll research something i don't mind yep all right guys uh, again thanks for watching uh be sure to like uh be sure to subscribe and uh if you like us enough share us with your friends uh we're, we're down for any little bit of help we can get <laughs> yep take it easy all right guys you guys have a good one <laughs>